imply that anything that's good for Joe Biden politically is actually good for people uh, that I'm hoping to represent. We have to remember, so another thing this does is hire 87,000 IRS agents, and the Democrats have rejected calls and laws that would make sure those IRS agents don't go after small and medium-sized businesses in my state. This is a disaster, Stu. It's going to hurt people. Yeah. It's going to hurt workers. It's going to hurt companies that are trying to hurt workers. And whether it's good for Joe Biden politically, I frankly don't care because it's going to make the people in Ohio poorer and less comfortable. That's why we have to fight back against this stuff. That's the voice of Senate candidate J.D. Vance. His opponent in the race to replace Rob Portman, Tim Ryan, voted for 87,000 new IRS agents, along with the rest of the Democrats in Friday's vote. Uh, It is on its way to Joe Biden, where it will be signed, and it will uh, torment Americans for years to come. J.D. Vance joins us now to talk more about that. J.D., good morning. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks very much. I saw you went down to the feast. Uh, I love the Feast of the Assumption. We're actually going tonight because we were out of town all weekend. Uh, thank goodness there's one more day of the Feast of the Assumption. Did you have a good time? I did. I had a great time. Uh, met a lot of good people. Ate a lot of good food, probably too much good food, and, <laughs> and, and got to actually speak with the, the, the owners of Cordo's Bakery, who, as you probably know, Bob, uh, when, when the uh, lawlessness took hold of Cleveland a couple of years ago and the rioters were burning small businesses. They actually stood in the doorway with an AR-15 and said, you're not going to destroy what our family's built. And I just admire that so much. And, it, you know, it's one of those things that reminds me uh, we've got to have courage in this moment. If, if, if folks like that can do what they did, then certainly uh, people like me can stand up for this country. It takes courage. There's no doubt about it. And um, courage was not shown by any of the Democrats who had professed to be moderates uh, when it comes to this bill. Uh, you know, they call it the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. I think the more accurate description is the Inflation Production Act, because uh, virtually every economist says it's going to increase inflation over the next two years, slightly, but an increase, not a decrease. But um, it, it took courage to stand up and, and stop this. Uh, Joe Manchin stopped it in its largest form, the uh, Broke Back Better deal. But he, of course, greenlit this one, and his name is on it. The way you talk about it, and I think you're right, Tim Ryan's name ought to be on this thing as well. You know, they've been calling this the Manchin-Biden bill. And this is now essentially, uh, you know, Manchin and Ryan and everybody else who pretended to be a moderate but then voted right along with this massive extremist bill, uh, which is going to raise taxes on middle-class Americans and, uh, as I said before, uh, serve to torment them with 87,000 new agents uh, for years to come. Yeah, and Tim Ryan, of course, parades around Ohio as some sort of independent, but when the people of Ohio really needed him, it was on this bill. And what he did instead is bent the knee to Pelosi and Joe Biden, as he always does, because he votes with them 100% of the time. Uh, and and I, I can't believe that a guy who's, if he has a signature campaign promise, that Tim Ryan has talked about anything in the last two years, it's been that he wants a middle-class tax cut. And yet he supports a bill that increases taxes on the middle class, and in fact, hires 87,000 IRS agents to harass middle-class workers and small businesses all across our state. It's just an unbelievable, fraudulent move from a guy who pretends to be one thing but is actually a Nancy Pelosi Democrat when he goes to represent the people of Ohio and Washington. J.D., what is your biggest problem with this bill? Is it the agents? Is it the increase in taxes? I mean, I read this for Jim Jordan when I talked to him uh, an hour ago. Um, You know, Nancy Pelosi said that this bill that every Democrat or excuse me, that every Republican opposed lowers prescription drug costs. It lowers health care costs. It it uh, it's a paid for way to lower inflation and it saves the planet and pleases Mother Earth. This was her description. And why would any Republican oppose those things? Um, that's her characterization of it. What's yours? 
Well, there's so much to choose from, Bob, but the thing that really gets me about it is that in the midst of a historic inflation crisis, the beginning of an economic recession that I fear is going to get worse, the Democrats have settled upon an economic policy that basically gives Tim Ryan's wealthy donors tax credits to buy electric vehicles. And where are those electric vehicles manufactured in China? Where are the materials that go into those electric vehicles mined China? Why are we spending the American people's tax dollars in the midst of this inflation crisis to subsidize the Chinese economy all in the name of green energy? That's not what the American people signed up for with Joe Biden. That's certainly not what Tim Ryan has promised the people of Ohio that he would stand up for. So I think that's probably the thing that bothers me the most is this isn't about reducing inflation. This isn't about giving people in Ohio or anywhere else some economic relief. This is about paying homage to the green energy obsession of the Democratic Party. And it's going to make us all poorer. It's going to make our country weaker. and It's going to make the Chinese much better off. That's not a bill that any of us should be supporting, no matter how uh, no matter how liberal or conservative we are. See, this is the problem I've always had with Washington, and I, you know, really, <laughs> I, I, I have a certain amount of respect for anybody in Washington who has to go into this swamp and deal with these things, that they lump things together that have nothing to do with one another, so much so that you are obviously opposing this, you know, 87,000 uh, uh, new bureaucrats working for the IRS to harass people. You're obviously voting no to, a, not you, but if you were in the Senate, I know you would have vote, voted no on this. Um, you know, to um, uh, to uh, uh, raise taxes on the middle class, but but yet there's the prescription drug thing in there, and and because they lump them together, the headline, and I'm looking at a Google or not, a, you don't use Google, I use DuckDuckGo. The DuckDuckGo search result is 183 Republicans vote against making prescription drugs cheaper. That's their headline. Uh, 191 House Republicans vote against slashing costs for prescription drugs because that was part of something. You don't oppose cheaper prescription drugs. I don't think any Republican would oppose cheaper prescription drugs for American consumers and, and, and citizens. But they lump that in with this. And then if you vote for one thing and against another, you, of course, then take the hit for being uh, you know, opposed to prescription drug coverage in this case. Well, that's absolutely right, Bob. So, so it is, you know, of course, if you have an 800-page bill, you're going to have a few things in it that actually are good. It's almost impossible for a broken clock not to be right at least once or twice a day. But look, uh, so, so, so ask yourself. So absolutely, I think that the Medicare program should be able to better negotiate prescription drug prices. I think it saves our seniors some money. It saves our taxpayers some money. But what do they do with the savings gained from that good provision? Did they give it back to the American people in the form of tax relief? Did they put it back into the Medicare program to ensure that it actually took care of our seniors? No. What they did instead is they spent it on tax credits for electric vehicles. Like this is, again, it's so crazy that they're doing this in the midst of the economic problems that we have. But look, this is their agenda. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, they said they came into office saying they would make power, they would make energy more expensive. They have delivered exactly that, and Tim Ryan has been with them every step of the way. Um, let me ask you a little bit, J.D., about uh, what happened last Monday. One week ago, the president of the United States, former president of the United States, had his home raided in what apparently was 
an expansive, non-specific, targeted, warranted search by the FBI for, well, anything you can find. Find us anything you can to try to destroy this man, because that is what we, and once the warrant was unsealed and we saw what was taken and we saw what was scoured, we saw, you know, the combing through of Melania Trump's clothes, uh, trying to look for anything and everything that they could that they think might bring this man down. What is the impact of that, or what do you think it should be on the American people as they watch this happen to a former president? Because um, a lot of us think, my goodness, what excuse would they need to come to my door and knock on my door and say we're looking for something? Well, what, what? is it? We don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a wide open warrant, and basically anything we can find uh, to take you down, that's what we want to do. Go ahead. Well, I think it reveals that Merrick Garland, the leader of the Department of Justice, is just a political hack. I mean, we saw this when he was investigating. And this is just awful when he was investigating the parents protesting at school board meetings, basically treating them as domestic terrorists in their own country. And then, of course, now going after the former president, who is the obsession of the modern left in this country. And look, every justification that they have. So so originally, remember, they said it's because that he had some documents that he refused to turn over. And then they were leaking to the to the media that he somehow had the nuclear codes. And now uh, I'm sure that they've moved on to something else. But but the fundamental question is, have they justified this extraordinarily political action? And, of course, the answer is no. If you're going to do this uh, to the former president, you need to actually be honest with the American people about what you're doing. And they have failed to even try to justify it because I don't think they, they feel that they really need to. And, and I, I think it's important to point out, Bob, what, what makes this so dangerous, it's not that he's the former president of the United States. It's not that he's a, a, a beloved politician uh, to millions of Americans. I could care less about that stuff. It's that he is the likely leader of the opposition in 2024. Joe Biden sticks the FBI on the leadership of the Republican Party on his likely challenger in 2024. Dangerous. These people howling for the past six years about threats to our democracy and to our democratic president go after his political opposition like that. That's what happens in banana Republicans, not Republicans not the United States of America. No, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and the left is mocking us for saying, well, if they can do this to him, what can they do to us? Well, you know, we might not have sensitive classified documents in our homes, but again, all somebody has to do is raise. And, and the fact that what you pointed out is true <clears throat> about the FBI as we tie this back. What they've done to school board, or parents who have been too loud at school board meetings, oh, you, you know, you're going to be investigated as a domestic terrorist. You're going to be investigated as a potential threat. And they can go into your financial records. They can go into your home. They can go into your closet. They can do whatever they want to do. And the left is mocking us for saying they might do this to us. But they've already done it. And, and going back to 2011 with what they did to... Uh, conservative groups, anybody with the with the name of uh, you know Patriot or Nine Twelve or Tea Party or whatever was was scrutinized by the IRS and was was harassed and had their uh, applications for tax exemption uh, withheld and so on and so forth. So they have proven that they are absolutely able to be weaponized when there are Democrat presidents in charge appointing Democrat attorneys general uh, to to then uh, tell the you know the the FBI under their purview what to do. Um, So if they can do that again, I I really have absolutely no confidence whatsoever that they would stop their search with just a former president. Well, of course, they they wouldn't. And we have to remember, Bob, like this is an an insult not just to the American people, not just to to Donald Trump, uh, but to the incredible law enforcement officers, local, state and federal, who don't like this stuff, who don't want the leadership of the DOJ to use them in this way. I mean, I've met a lot of FBI agents field guys in Ohio 
uh, who are obviously dedicated patriots. They put their lives on the line, and they don't want to be used like this. They don't want Merrick Garland to use them as a political football. And we, we should not expect them to want that. I mean, of course they don't. Whether they're Democrats or the Republicans, they want to do law enforcement. That's what the DOJ should be focused on, not political hits. We're talking with uh, J.D. Vance, who, of course, is uh, the opponent of Tim Ryan in this upcoming uh, Senate uh, race. How are you feeling now that we're uh, 90-ish days out? Um, How are you feeling about the direction? Obviously, the last time you and I spoke, we talked about, you know, the TV campaign and when is that going to ramp up, and I think it did like the next day or two days after. So you're starting to become a little more aggressive, starting to be a little bit more visual out there. How are you feeling about things? I feel very good. I mean, we have a plan, and the plan is to, is to very deliberately execute a message about what Tim Ryan has failed to do, what he has done, the, the rare times that he shows up to work, and, and, and how I would be different, how I'd provide a check on this really ridiculous craziness coming out of Washington, D.C. And I, and I feel like we're in a very good place to do that. Uh, the fact that Tim Ryan bent the knee to Nancy Pelosi on this Inflation Reduction Act uh, is yet another uh, is another reason why I, I think he's just this, this lie that he's a moderate is ridiculous and is something that he can't possibly defend. Uh, so I, I, I think we're going to win this race, but we can't take it for granted. And so I'd encourage people, you know, we need a lot of help. JDVance.com is the place to go to sign up to be a volunteer to support our campaign uh, because this next 90 days is when people really start to pay attention. And it's when we're going to either win the Senate race, start to take back the country, or lose and give Joe Biden a rubber stamp in the Senate. You know, J.D., I can't ask about an election without asking about election integrity. <laughs> and, and I ask sure. this of every, everybody, whether you're a candidate right now like you are or already in office. Um, what's your confidence level that the, the election is going to be um, trusted or trustworthy? And I don't mean just in Ohio, because, you know, we've had probably a better track record than some other states, particularly looking back at November of 2020. But how do you feel about the... Um, level of election security nationwide as the Republicans try to take control of the House and the, and the Senate? Do you feel like that there are going to be, uh, that the results are going to be results we can trust? Well, like you said, I feel very good about Ohio. Um, I think we've done elections very well here. I mean, look, I, I do worry about this in other states, in Washington and Arizona. You know, of course, we had our second primary on August 2nd, which was my birthday. Uh, and, I, and I remember, you know, I had a friend running in Arizona. I had a friend running in Washington. And three days after those elections, these guys were still counting ballots. And, I mean, that's just what happens in a third-world country. Uh, you should know who your winner is within a few hours of the polls closing, maybe at 24 hours at most of the polls closing. This is not rocket science. And, yeah, I, mean, I do worry about some of the states out there. But luckily in Ohio, we're going to be in good shape. Um, and, and, and this is, you know, this is something the RNC, I will say, Bob, is best prepared deal with in 2022 than they were in 2020. I think in some of the more contested states, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, they're going to have people on the ground ready to fight this stuff. We should have been doing that in 2020, uh, but I, I think we're ahead of the curve in 2022. So I feel a lot better about it today, but there are going to be some issues, so we got to keep, we, we got to be vigilant. Yeah, I completely concur. There are things I'm much more confident about than I would have been two years ago, but there are things, things are certainly not perfect. There are still, you know, a vote, a computer voting systems that can be that can be hacked, that have been proven to be unreliable in some ways. They can be manipulated during the count, et cetera. So there's still a lot of concerns there. I think the momentum is there for you to win, for uh, Republicans to win uh, both both chambers of Congress and really start to turn things back around here. But uh, I'm not going to be confident until all the votes are counted and that we can trust that they've been counted properly. So, J.D., with that, we'll say thank you so much for the time. The website, again, is just, is it just jdvents.com? 
That's right. Thanks, Bob. You got it. Thank you, J.D. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.